0: In order for us to build Stock Trading API, we actually had to be a registered, fully licensed broker-dealer in order to actually do that. So MVP was actually pretty big because we firstly had to get the broker-dealer license. It takes probably like one year. We had to connect to the market itself. We had to connect with other clearing houses and stuff like that. So the backend has to be complete in terms of the MVP, so it's not really MVP. It's a black and white, it's working or not. I am Yoshi Yokokawa. I'm a CEO co-founder of Alpaca.
1: This is Code Story, a podcast bringing you interviews with tech visionaries who share in the critical moments of what it takes to change an industry and build and lead a team that has your back. I'm your host, Noah Laphart, and today, how Yoshi Yokokawa set his sights on being the de facto API infrastructure for all financial assets. All this and more on Code Story. Born and raised in Japan, Yoshi Yokokawa started his career at Lehman Brothers in the U.S., In doing so, he was exposed to the fragility of the economies, yet saw how all things were connected and saw potential areas of automation. For example, where things didn't need a human hand, they could be automated by a computer. A marathon runner, triathlete, and yoga teacher, he attempts to understand himself physically, spiritually, and mentally. When he set out on a venture of his own, He originally started building deep neural net prediction models for trading funds and hedge funds. In doing so, he quickly figured out that in order to scale this thing quickly, his solution would need to work with existing brokerage firms and banks. It was at this pain point that he decided to pivot and build Alpaca, the best way for developers to trade U.S. stocks through an API.
0: What we do at Alpaca, we're basically building API infrastructure for financial assets in general. Of course, like, you know, current product that we offer is a uh, U.S. stock trading API, but we want to basically become the uh, API infrastructure for financial assets in general. How we got started it is that uh, we originally started Alpaca as a building deep neural nets solution prediction model for financial firms, trading firms, and hedge funds. When we realized that in order for us to scale faster to offer this to the small businesses and the individuals, we realized that we had to work with the existing brokerage firms and banks. And then, you know, we took us like a lot of time and efforts to actually figure out how to integrate with the existing broker-dealers because there's really no open API documentation available. In order to, for us to even do something with that API document, we had to go through this like, you know, several months of the process getting approval. We realized that really the pain point actually is at this interface for developers to handle financial assets. So that's how we, you know, really pivoted our product and start building what we are at Alpaca as the uh, stock trading API.
1: It's such a cool product. Tell me tell me about the MVP. How long did it take to build and what sort of tools did you use to make it happen?
0: We thought about this a lot when we were building this. So we decided to build this, uh, you know, stock trading API. In order for us to build stock trading API, we actually had to be a registered, fully licensed broker dealer in order to actually do that. So MVP was actually pretty big because you, you, we firstly had to get the broker-dealer license. It takes probably like one year. We had to connect to the market itself. We had to connect with other clearing houses and stuff like that. So the backend has to be complete in terms of the MVP. So it's not really MVP. It's a black and white, it's working or not. In terms of the user facing product, we really cared about making sure that we don't have any fancy app or any user interface, but really focused only on the developer experience. So making sure that API documentation is good, but you know, there's no mobile app, there's no like web interface that looks pretty. That's how we try to kind of minimize our product to launch as an MVP.
1: That's interesting. So you had to go through a long process to be approved, essentially, to, to build your product. You said a year long. There's little client interface involved in it. So it's primarily a very robust API to build on top on. So how long has Alpaca been around?
0: Our product has been around since end of 2018. We started working on this uh, product uh, one year before the launch. So it's been almost like, you know, two, three years, three years now, I guess. Yep. Yeah.
1: So these questions are kind of usually interconnected, so I'll ask them together. Um, what tools did you use to build the MVP and what decisions and trade-offs did you have to make in the short-term when building it? So you mentioned your, your MVP was essentially the, the product, right? But in, in even making that product, how did you go about choosing the right type of tech?
0: It's really about performance and there's really no one built ABI-centric broker-dealer. So we really approach this in like technology perspective instead of the financial firm perspective. So you know we chose Go as the uh, code for us to you know build our backend you know in the hosting environment we just you know went for the ones that we had free credits in because we didn't want to spend money which actually caused <laughs> some uh, painful moments that we had to go through but we really didn't care like you know we just wanted to get the product out as, as you are saying so our trade-off that we we always had to make was because we already spent a lot of time and the money to get the back-end system and the compliance regulation ready so we had to be extremely extremely cheap in everything else so we just try to do It as reasonable as possible without like you know thinking too much about you know the huge scalability.
1: So there were some early trade-offs, but you focused a lot on a performant platform. So from that point, how did you progress the product? How have you matured it from that initial MVP?
0: After launching the product, like we quickly understood we were lacking you know a couple features. We started out providing API just to buying and selling stocks. But people who use our product were looking for a little bit more advanced stuff like short selling, margin lending products. So we basically went ahead and at that very, very quickly. So that really created the foundation of what our users are liking about Alpaca.
1: How did you build that roadmap? How did you you know, gather the feedback, prioritize it? How did you lead your team through that?
0: We really, really did a lot of, lot of, lot of user interviews even before launching. You know, we use uh, of course Craigslist to collect potential users, people who are interested. We went into Reddit, Stack Overflow, you know, related, uh, you know, API product forums and trying to source as many people that we can talk with. And even after our launch, we just like you know, use intercom to do a lot of conversation and they actually booked a meeting like you know i was i was doing probably like you know five six user interviews a day after launching the product so like that really led us like what's important and what's what's missing in our product for our, our users to actually like our product
1: how did you go about building your team you know you look you look for the people that that have the same passion and desire for the vision for the product that you have how did you go about building your team and what did you look for in those people that defined them as the winning horses?
0: So our team is really, um, so like our company, I'm a co-founder. So we have another co-founder, Hitoshi, who's doing uh, CTO and CPO. I think like, you know, the culture really, we can't really build a culture, but like we can, we can define what we believe is important uh, for each of the person and you know, it's, it's a very much like a you know, difficult process and it's a challenging process. And I'm honestly still struggling to figure out like what to do. But at least what I've learned so far is setting up the right expectation, not only for the actual work, but also like, you know, kind of values. So uh, we stated like, you know, there are three values that we really care about consistency, contribution, commitment. You know i try to explain that um every week at our old, weekly all old hands and I uh, try to do one-on-one um uh, to each of the person that you know I, I work with closely to make sure that you know we are hitting the values and the same understanding what we think it's important and in order to find the like right people it's, it's still i think very very challenging and difficult even though we know what we want uh, from each other i think it's Still, for me, it's a try and error in like you know still learning process.
1: So, is it is it just you and your co founder right now, or is there more team members?
0: Uh, we have team members in the uh, uh, different places in the United States, as well as uh, you know uh, different places actually in the Eastern Europe. So, uh, we have a pretty remote team uh, right now. Everyone has to be remote, but you know we have been building our team. Now.
1: So you're fully distributed. Have you had, you know, before the pandemic that obviously we're in in right now, before that, did you have any sort of um, challenges leading a distributed team or does it, is that something you were used to already?
0: It was very challenging. Actually, we, my, my experience really comes from like a really distributed team first uh, before launching Alpaca. After doing Alpaca, I actually realized the importance of being at the same place. So we Try to build a team in the uh, you know same place. We actually you know even before Corona try to make uh, make sure that like you know, everyone comes to the office and not much of the work from home optionality uh, per se. At, like you know, when I think about it now, it's pretty crazy. But I actually you know spent a lot of time to figure out what is the balance of. Uh, like, you know, putting the team together at the same time, like, you know, pursuing what we believe is important to run this product as, and, uh, you know, run this company. Because I feel like, you know, the values and culture also comes from what kind of product that we are handling. And, you know, our product happens to be extremely mission critical uh, because we're handling money and the uh, securities. Uh, so we cannot mess it up. So we have to be very diligent. So, like, you know, how can we implement the values into each of us has not been very easy.
1: You talked about building it scalable uh, early on or, or not really focusing on scalability have you started to introduce that into the product as you've grown have you gotten to a point where you're busting at the seams and you have to re-architect tell, tell me about how you're approaching scalability
0: we actually try to predict like you know how much of the growth it will be and how much of the stack that you know we should be having in you know hosting the environment, but it, it has been pretty crazy, right? Like, you know, actually this uh, Corona uh, uh, you know, market volatility uh, created so much spikes in our uh, uh, system. We had to be extremely like, you know, quick to handle and the fix and the upgrade, like in you know, what we have in order to handle like all the increased volume. So, you know, it, it's still challenging. And like, you know, of course, because we're still like, you know, early stage startup, we can afford to prepare uh, and like, you know, pay all the tech debt right away so you know it's it's really a challenge we have to focus on the growth and then like you know of course now it's a growth it's a little bit different we have to make sure that our operation is stable so we actually really changed the mindset over the course of a few weeks because of this uh, corona pandemic
1: so as you step out onto the balcony and look across what you've built what are you most proud of
0: what i feel it's great is that this product is a actually used by the people. Because like when we are doing out of the business and product, it was always about having big enterprises use our technology. But like you know, having the product actually being used by individual, that's really like strong, like an emotion to me, you know, because like you know that he or she is actually using it without any politics or logics behind the corporation that you're kind of forced to use it. You're using it because you know, something about this product attracts that individual. So that's, I'm very, very, like, you know, feel proud of about, you know, what we are building.
1: So let's flip the script a little bit. Um, tell me about a mistake you made or you and the team made and and how did you and your team respond to it?
0: I don't know. Like, you know, I even don't know, like, you know, what we're doing and putting priorities the right thing or, you know, it's mistakes or not. So like, you know, how I think about <laughs> Mistake, I really don't think anything as mistakes, I guess. I just think that we just trying to figure out best case scenario one by one and try to adjust ourselves into ever-changing uh, environments surrounding us uh, because we cannot control the environment. So, uh, and I think so far, I just don't want to think anything as a mistake uh, in terms of what we're doing. Uh, of course, like, you know, before uh, Alpaca, there are so many mistakes that I think, think about and learned. There are so many of them. It's the same thing as like you know, reading hard things about hard things. Oh, well, that that sucks, but like you know, I was like, oh, I would still experience it. And I realized that, oh, that book was talking about this experience, but I didn't know before I actually experienced it. So that's how I feel about mistakes.
1: Sure, that makes sense. You, you always get something out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in early stage startup when you're up to your elbows and issues every day. So, what does the future look like for Alpaca for the product and the team?
0: So, in terms of the product, uh, what we, we want to do is uh, really API infrastructure for financial assets. And you know how we are thinking about it is that a lot of assets and money are moving to uh, new platforms. So, for example, there's a you know super apps uh, in China like WeChat adding banking product, investing product revolute or square or Robinhood, like you know adding a lot of different type of the financial products and i think this uh phenomena will still continue even after this corona as that's you know more natural evolution of how the service should be like you know, money product should be a part of the lifestyle application and lifestyle uh, environment so in order for those services to add investment products uh, and the access to the financial markets they need to rely on uh, some infrastructure And basically, we want to support all those uh, products and applications. And eventually, basically, what we want to do is we want to provide the uh, access to the uh, financial markets for every single person in the business on the earth by uh, building the API for developers who build applications.
1: I love that goal. I love the ambition. So, Yoshi, tell me tell me about who influences the way you work. You're a CEO, a CTO, an architect, or even a person outside of your normal business day-to-day. Name a person you look up to and tell me why.
0: Well, I definitely like to look up to my co-founder, Hitoshi. Uh, he works crazy, very sharp, and can handle like so many things at the same time. That really pushes me to feel that I need to work I need to be working harder (laughs) so that has been the great motivation that he's been my best friend for a long time so it's been a great honor to be working with him and of course like you know we have a lot of advisors investors who give me like very sharp advices with a very objective mindset and uh, that really pushes me to make the right decisions without emotions attached.
1: So if you could go back to the very beginning, either at the idea stage or when you're first getting started building that MVP or getting approval, what would you do differently? Or what would you consider taking a different approach on?
0: Uh, that's a very, very difficult question. But like, I think I want to move even faster if I knew what was going to be like and the uh, what it needs to be built. Um, so I think I want to even higher, more right person, like, you know, sharper focus um, and the execute fast and believe believe in that this is going to, you know, go work and very, very good without any hesitation. Uh, Speed acceleration would be probably the biggest different thing that I would want to do if I were to be able to go back to the time that we started building this thing.
1: You're getting on a plane and you're sitting next to a young entrepreneur who's built the next big thing. They're jazzed about it. They can't wait to show it off to the world. They're going to go get funding or they have funding, and they're just going to go take over with their solution. Having gone down this road a bit, what advice would you give that person?
0: Well, just go bold and go full on. Don't worry about anything else. Don't worry about failure. Don't worry about any rejection. Just, you know, go full ahead and just believe and believe and believe yourself. Confidence matters to convince anyone any investors every customers so that's what i would say
1: that's great advice so be bold and be confident
0: exactly fake it till make it
1: (laughs) well yoshi thank you for being on code story today thank you for telling the creation story of alpaca thank you Nob. and this concludes another chapter of code story